You think we would get copyrighted if we got, like, the, um, the audio of Josh Peck just yelling Oprah? <laughs> Probably? I don't know. Because sometimes I honestly don't understand copyright rules. Like, Me it can, you can use, like, a certain amount, but at the same time you fucking can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, I think like less than like 15 seconds, it's not, I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we're it. doing a Halloween episode. This is the, the spoopiest, stupid boys we you'll ever know. What is up, spooky campers? <laughs> so yeah, this is, uh, this episode's a little, you know, different than our normal shit that we do around here. We're, we're just telling spooky stories. We're gathering around the campfire. And we're going to sing ourselves a song, and it's going to scare your pants right off of your dick. And, <laughs> yes, uh, at, at least I don't think I'm the only one out here running around with a separate pair of pants on my penis. I, I could be. I don't You got to dress your little man up and give him confidence. Yeah, bro. Got him in a little tuxedo sometimes, exactly. you know, keep him swaggy. Give, anyway. give, him a little, uh, give him a little cologne, too. So, it's been a long fucking time since we sat in front of this microphone, man. Correct. Like, fucking A. And this time we're not in a car. Yeah, we're actually in, like, my apartment. I have a place to live that's not my dad's house, which was fucking terrible. It wasn't all that bad. <laughs> but, like, for the for the sake of recording and for the sake of a joke, it was the worst thing that to ever happened to me in my entire life ever. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm, I'm debating mentally on if I should move back in with my mom or not and I have been for months and that's fair and it's it's a very big debate understandable <laughs> I did that that was I love my the mom time. but yeah I, my mom actually listens to this so I'm not gonna say anything um <sighs> my dad doesn't so I can say whatever the fuck I want <laughs> anyways uh I'm definitely getting a text for what I just said anyways <laughs> I'm waiting for it um, so I think I'll start off with the story I found this okay. week, uh, just cause I already have it pulled up and your phone's not in your hand, so I'm gonna assume that I'm a little more ready than you are. I guess so. <laughs> so, um, this is, uh, the name of this story, cause it actually has one, found on this website, uh, the travelchannel.com, this is the te- top ten scary stories from Reddit, which I think is really funny that a, a website made a top ten list. Based off of Reddit stories. Comedy to me. Also, I feel like based off the stories I read, there's definitely way scarier stories on Reddit. I just didn't care enough to actually search them out. Yeah, our because slash no sleep is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've caught some of those videos in like TikTok form, and I'm like, oh shit. And then I'm like, oh wait, was this in no sleep? Okay, that's not real. All right, cool. I'm going to have to interrupt you right there. It's fucking annoying on TikTok when they post one part of the story and then not the next part of the story, because... Now I look like a fucking dumbass just sitting there looking at a story, and now I don't know the rest of it. Right, and, like, sometimes you get lucky and the algorithm will throw it back to you, but most of the time that doesn't happen. So, so this is, this is the unrest stop. So, I was driving across the country with uh, my, my mom and my sister when I was 16, and my sister was 20. It was late, and we were all rested... We were all well-rested and still alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as long as... As long, Jesus. As well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us, with two young men standing still outside of it. 
When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work. And they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us and the two men had not moved at all. Not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on their phones. They were just standing there. Still as stone. They're in a DMT trip. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely cracked out of their fucking minds. (laughs) They're trying to figure out how cars work. We need Uh, Joe Rogan now. (laughs) Uh, So my sister and mom came running back to the car and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. They had eyes, as we all do, uh, dark as pitch and empty. I swear to God, that's how it's written. Truly empty, not black, not reflecting any light at all, just a void. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience... We couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look, and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map that we had. Uh, We even asked locals about the creepy gas station out on that stretch of road and got only confused looks. We traveled on that interstate since, and there's no rest stop. What the fuck? That is why I decided to use this story, because the first part is kind of dumb and a little funny. But then the ending hits, and you're like, oh... They have some fucking Naruto eyes. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that. <clears throat> so, let let me let me just talk about the fact that there wasn't a rest stop for two hundred fucking miles, and apparently there still wasn't. <laughs> like that's a long ass way. Like I thought fucking like thirty miles was long when I'm on the third way. Yeah. Which it's I mean you're also in the middle of fucking nowhere in you know the middle of the south of True. the U.S. So like I guess that also kind of makes sense. Like you you can go long fucking stretches without. I think that's why most like people in the south usually have like gas cans in their car. Yeah, probably. Um, fucking. What I think the the craziest part of that story is just the fact that like you you couldn't find it. Right. And like. I'm going to give a little bit of, uh, uh, not like a spoiler towards my story, but like a little bit of, I, my personal story comes from a very similar, or has a very similar aspect to it near the end. Um, so yeah, what, uh, what story did you find for us today, my friend? Oh, fuck, hold on, hold on. We never introduced ourselves. We got to start fucking doing that, because like... Every episode is somebody's first episode. That was a, a, a tip I heard from another podcast. Was every episode is somebody's first episode. So I'm Dakota. This is Dylan. We I did am, have that confirmed by the scientists. I am Quandale Dingle. No, god damn it. <laughs> we just went over this. It's Dylan. <laughs> nope. Anyways, Quandale, whatever the fuck, tell your story. Speak your piece. Well, I hate that YouTube has ads because I had something funny to do, but it didn't work because of an ad. See, this is why you gotta not be a broke bitch and pay for YouTube Red, man, or YouTube Premium, they call it now, I guess. See, I pay for it, and I have used it for years. Everybody shits on it. (laughs) Best service. Ten out of ten. Yeah, no, I I need to get it. So, is it... 
my story is about some creepy little crawlies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You got creepy crawlies? You got gremlins? Yeah. You got spookums in the night? <laughs> spookums. <laughs> Why does that sound like a vaguely racist thing? Like, <laughs> spookums. Look at that, them there spookums over there. Bro, okay, okay, okay. Side story. I don't know if I've told this before on this podcast. I may or may not have. So this is a short story of how I was accidentally racist as a six-year-old. Oh. Or, like, actually, no, I was probably, like, eight. But still. Um, and luckily, it wasn't to a black person. My mom corrected me very quickly. Uh, she was a very, like, racially sensitive person, though we grew up in a very racist area. So I, I, I do appreciate that level of... Uh, you know, my, my upbringing, mm-hmm. um, I went over to my friend's house and I, you know, I grew up out in like the country country and the, one of my friends had an apple farm mm-hmm. and well, his grandparents had an apple farm and I went over there to hang out with him once and it, there was a bunch of black people that worked the farm and I was like, Hey, who are those guys? And he was like, my grandfather calls them spooks. And I was like, Oh, Okay. And, like, I'm fucking, like, eight years old. I didn't know, you know? I just fucking ran with it. You know, I was like, all right, that's what they're called. That's what they're called, I guess. You know, your grandpa said it, so it's, it's it, he's an authority figure. It's got to be, you know? <laughs> and then, like, I, my mom comes and picks me up later. We're driving home. And I was like, oh, yeah, the, you know, I, I, I got to, I, I saw a couple of, of spooks on the property. And, bro... We were in the car. She spun around so goddamn fast and fucking slapped me. She was like, the fuck did you just say? I was like, bro, I don't know. Apparently something bad. <laughs> I guess. I, I didn't. I was not under no the impression. <laughs> so I, I actually kind of have somewhat of a similar story. I might have said this in the podcast already, but we've been gone for so long that who knows. It's hard, it's hard to know. <laughs> um, so... I had a fascination with Tigger when I was... Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I see where this is going. Um, But continue. I had a huge fascination with Tigger, and I had very bad speech impediments as a kid, and the way that I said Tigger wasn't the best sometimes. Yeah? And I... Did that T kind of come out like an N sometimes? Yeah, um, so, the unfortunate day came that I was in a stroller and a big black guy walked by in the mall with a Tigger shirt on. Oh my god. And the very unfortunate event happened that, yeah. um, I, I, no. I said a racial slur as like a three or four year old, oh not my even, god. I, I don't even know. I might have been younger than that, but... There's no way your mom didn't have to answer for that. Oh, no, she... He, well, the guy looked at, directly at my dad, because... Oh, no, so if this is when my mom and my dad were together again, I was, like, two. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just a two-year-old pushing the stroller. The big black guy looks at my dad. He's like, what the fuck did he just say? And my dad was like... I, um, it's not what you think. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, what do you do, bro? You're just right. like, I, how do I explain that my kid's retarded? Like, I, <laughs> but at the same time, it didn't help that my dad was actually racist. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> so, it was, it was a mix of 
My, my speech impediment and like actual, my actual father racism. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, the story you were gonna tell uh, yes. before we got into conversations of being little racists about tiny KKK <laughs> members <laughs> about the little creepy crawlies. Yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 spookums. That's what I called them. That started this whole fucking conversation. <laughs> He awoke to the huge insect-like creatures looming over his bed and screamed his lungs out. They hastily left the room and he stayed up all night, shaking and wondering if it had been a dream. The next morning, there there was a tap on the door. Gathering his courage, he opened it to see one of the... <laughs> he opened it to see one of them gently place a plate filled with fried breakfast on the door. So... <coughs> Death. Um. So, just just imagine insects bringing you a plate of fried breakfast. I, I don't know if I'd be. I'd eat it for sure. I'd yeah, try it, and if it was good, I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, "Cool, whatever, keep doing that. <laughs> you can stay here all you want, you weird sentient bug creatures. I don't give a fuck. Just keep making me breakfast. Joe's apartment up in this bitch." Well, that's good that you said that because. Bewildered, he accepted the gift. The creatures chittered excitedly. This happened every day for weeks. At first, he was worried they were f- fattening him up, but at, but at, ugh, I can't fucking read. <laughs> but after a particularly greasy breakfast left him clutching his chest from heartburn, they were replaced with fresh fruit, as well as cooking. They poured hot, steamy baths for him, and even tucked him in when they went into bed. And it was bizarre. One night, he awoke to gunshots and screaming. He raced downstairs to find a decapitated burglar being devoured by the insects. He was sickened, but disposed of the remains as best as he could. He knew they had just been protecting him. One morning, the creatures wouldn't let him leave his room. He laid down, confused, but trusting because they ushered him back into bed. Whatever their motives, they weren't going to hurt him. Hours later, a burning pain a burning pain spread throughout his body. It felt like his stomach was filled with razor wire. The insects chittered as he spasm and moaned. <laughs> it was only when he felt a terrible squirming beneath his skin that he realized the insects hadn't been protecting him. They've been protecting their young. <laughs> that is like the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like, I... I don't... Ah. So, I'm wondering if it was just one insect that got in and laid eggs? Or if it was, like... I don't think it was they laid eggs inside of them. I think they fed it to them in the breakfast. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that one. Yeah, they're fucking making him eat the eggs... Of their their chillins, chillins. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's really gross, actually. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. I mean, like, yeah, it sucks, but at least you got some good breakfast, fresh fruit, fried uh, shit. But being eaten alive from the inside out and being conscious for it. Yeah, but like you're dead afterwards. Yeah, but you have to suffer 
through all that yeah. being eaten from the inside out. I want to die like Paul Walker. <laughs> really fast, crashing into a fucking median. I mean, crashing into really anywhere, but it, it, it's got to be hard enough that it's actually going to kill me and right. total the car. But I do want to be going extremely fast. <laughs> Doing a dash. Uh, so, so my my real life spooky story. Um, spooky stories. So, so I had gone and was hanging out with a couple of my friends, and um, fucking. Well, actually, I'd hung out with one of my friends. I went to hang out with one friend. And she had a bunch of other people with her. So we went out. We actually had a really good time. Um, I'd never met these people before. We were just hanging out. And so uh, as the night's starting to wind down a bit, it's the middle of the summer. It's still, you know, pretty bright out. It's like 8 o'clock. And we were like, yo, this one dude was like, yo, have you guys heard of this cemetery, Old Galen Cemetery over in... I'm not going to say where it's at in this small town. And we were all like, no. He's like, all right, so the story goes that um, if you go there at night, there's a lot of... Actually, if you go there at all, there's a lot of really crazy things that can that can happen. Um, so the backstory behind it is back in, like... Because we're in New York, so, like, old, 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 old place. Yeah. You know? Um, so back in, like, the 1800s or whatever, or maybe even, you know, late 1700s, early 1800s, whatever, um, there was a guy that lived near that cemetery, like, next to it. And they suspected, like, the townsfolk had suspected him of being a Satanist or, you know, performing witchcraft and shit like this. And and obviously, because it's the 1800s and shit, they eventually formed a mob and went up to the guy's house to figure out, you know, what's, how are we going to kill this guy? Do they have pitchforks and torches? Uh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's stereotypical. Uh, so we're going to set the scene that they do. Um... So we got, like, Frankenstein... Hey, shut the fuck up. Um, we got, like, Frankenstein-type mob coming towards his house. Right? Yeah. And they raid his house. And uh, turns out they were right. And so they killed his family in front of him and oh. then hung him in the graveyard. They hung all of his family in the graveyard and then uh, they hung him there as well. And so then his spirit started terrorizing the town. Um, and they had to have a, a Native American uh, medicine man of some sort <laughs> uh, man. come and bless the cemetery so his spirit was trapped in the cemetery, which just made him angrier. Uh, and he's been stuck there for you know, a couple hundred years now. And fucking, you know, obviously, I'm one that I do actually believe in a lot of stuff, but, like, the, the, these stories seem kind of far-fetched. So I was like, alright, whatever, man, you know. And he was like, you guys want to go? <laughs> and we were all like, uh, fuck it, we've had just enough, you know, we've been we've been drinking mm. a little bit, so we are like, fuck it, we've had just enough to, you know, both be able to drive and, you know, be okay with doing this. So fuck it. 
we drove out there. It was like a twenty minute drive. It was not far. Yeah. So we drove out, and so you have to park a good like I'd say a good quarter of a mile away from the actual cemetery, and you got to walk down this big ass field, um, and then the trail kind of like uh, sharp like left and almost to like the opposite direction that you were just coming from. Yeah. Uh and then veers off to the right a little bit and then that's the entrance to the cemetery. Um so we walk all the way up go get up to the entrance and as we get closer cuz it's New York in the middle of the summer at 10 o'clock at night. There's a lot of fucking bugs and noises and shit, right? <laughs> Yeah. If you're near the woods, like anybody that has been in upstate New York in that time of year, you know, you know, or any anywhere really, fuck. I mean, yeah, true. Bugs just be screaming for fuck, and <laughs> so we walk up, and we're all standing in a circle outside of the entrance mm-hmm. because there is a wooden entrance that has all these uh, things carved into it that. Uh, so the guy that brought us there was like, all right, I've been here before. These are the rules. You have to go in. If You, you have to go in through this wooden entrance. You have to. And if you don't come back out through that entrance, like if you go out the sides of it, because that's really all there was was that, and then there's like a gap and then a bit of fencing around the sides. Mm. Um, if you go through that those gaps on either side, you can bring something out with you. So like he's warning of all this shit. And I start to notice there's no sound anymore. It's just us talking out in front of this place. Hmm. It is dead silent. We're in the middle of the woods. That's really creepy. And I swear to God, this is all 100% real. Um, so, you know, I almost... Uh, quick pause on this story. I almost feel bad telling this story because I'm eventually going to be starting a, another podcast with my partner and this story is definitely going to be a part of it. So, like, this story is going to get heard twice <laughs> from for somebody. Anyways. Um, so, I'm a very empathic person and as I noticed that there was no sound, I, I started to get real fucking worried and I start feeling this really strong negative energy and I was like, I don't... I don't think this is a good idea anymore. I don't know if I want to go in there. Um, and they'd already started going in at this point. Oh, Jesus. And I didn't move. I was, like, frozen in, in place. I, like, I wanted to go in, but my body wouldn't let me move. And... Because I didn't want to be alone outside of the place either. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. So... My friend that I had gone to hang out with in the first place. She notices, uh, because she was the last one in behind everybody else, and she stops with one foot over the barrier. That's a very important detail. Mm. And she turns around because she notices that I'm standing outside, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this, because my body literally would not let me move towards the entrance. And... She was like, oh, okay, then I'll, you know, we'll just go back to the truck. It's whatever. You guys go on, have fun. And she turns and steps back out. All of a sudden, she said she felt like her fucking ankle caught on fire. The same one that was over that barrier. Hmm. And 
like I, to the point she was in so much pain i had to we started walking back to the truck now this friend of mine she's a real real tough girl she's a real tough bitch yeah like fucking she's fuck we we've squared up with each other before she can throw a mean punch she's a tough girl <laughs> and she was literally crying i the only time i've ever seen her cry other than uh, like you know close people's death yeah um and I had to have her like one arm over my shoulder so she could have her foot off of the ground. She was in that much pain and I start walking her back to uh, her boyfriend's truck, right? They all go into the cemetery. We get maybe halfway back. All of a sudden that whole group that we were with is on the trail like 40, 50 feet behind us screaming at the top of their fucking lungs her boyfriend is the head of the group and he is like beelining it for me <laughs> and he fucking grabs me and I had just started to get her to calm down Yeah, he fucking grabs me what the fuck did you do to her I'm like bro what the what huh <laughs> I was like what are you talking about I just been walking her back to the truck I just got her to calm down Yeah, relax and he was like no we all fucking heard her fucking screaming Sounded like she was getting murdered, and she was like, no, I, I didn't yell at all. Like, what are you talking about? And they were all like, no, like, we heard you. You specifically screaming, like, bloody fucking murder. What the fuck? And we were, we all just kind of, like, paused on that. Took a moment to really absorb that information for what it was. Walked back to the respective vehicles, got in them, and left. <laughs> now... I didn't know this next part of the story for about three years after it happened. So we pull out of there, go down the street that it's on, and we turn off of that street. Now, we drove back in complete silence. We weren't talking. We were having the radio on. Nothing. We were absorbing what we had just lived through. Because mm. we were mostly just trying to absorb the fact that it was real. That it all happened. Because it, it did. I swear to God. And... My friend, I was telling this story and I asked her if she had any details that like I might be missing uh, because I was telling it to people. And she goes, yeah, um, I didn't want to scare you guys that night. Um, the entire time we were on the road leaving that place until we turned off of that street, I was hearing in my head, come back, come back, come back the whole time. Whoa. And when we got back to her house, we all looked into this cemetery. We tried Googling it. We tried everything we could to fucking find any information about it. We couldn't find shit. What the fuck? Couldn't find it anywhere. Now, now, if you go and look it up, you can find it. But you could not back when I tried hmm. to. Back then when that happened to us, we couldn't find a trace of it online. That's crazy. It was. It's easily the most surreal experience I've ever had with like paranormal shit. It is part of the reason I do believe in paranormal shit at this point. Because mm. like, I've had other experiences throughout my life, but most of them were when I was younger so it's all things I've been told about more than things I actually remember experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is the most like terrifying experience I've had with with the paranormal. Like, I don't even want Yeah, I don't even want to know what would have happened if we would have been there at like 2 in the morning or some shit. You know? Imagine if you guys stayed. <laughs> yeah, no. 
Like, it probably would have been, like, scary shit when we were in there. Like, and it probably would have been cool to experience that. Yeah, but, but still. Uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't, I wouldn't want to risk shit. Because, like, dude did say that, like, um, there's been, like, aerial photos taken over where the graves, uh, where the, the uh, cemetery is. And you can uh, see, like, the outline of this huge beast. And, like, that's where I was like, come on, man, that's... That's a little silly, isn't it? Yeah, really. I, I don't know if I believe that one, but like, I believe that if you go through, well, I believe if that one person goes through that main area that he said to walk into, and then somebody goes in through the crack, or that other area, then I feel like you could bring something out because I'm weird and I believe in bad luck. Oh yeah, no. Like, and like, if if you, I I don't I don't split poles. Yeah. Never, ever, 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 ever. So if you split the pole, dividing those two, you can probably definitely bring something out. But. Well, okay. So the thing is, like, if you go through, you're going through a protection. Yeah. You're coming back out through that same protection, so nothing can come out with you. That makes sense. Um, whereas if, and, and, uh, this is actually a detail I had kind of forgotten and almost, uh, didn't say, um, after they heard her screaming, Hmm. apparently, um, obviously boyfriend takes off running first and he's one of the only ones that didn't have a flashlight. So he's just gunning it for where he knows the exit to be and everyone's trying to keep up with him. He actually almost ran out not through the exit. And, um, at, like, the last minute, I guess, one of the other dudes, uh, grabbed him and fucking, like, literally grabbed him and, like, spun and had to throw him through the fucking actual (laughs) exit. Otherwise, he, he, like, there was no other way. Jesus. He caught him at the very last fucking second. Like, I imagine that is some movie shit. Like, just, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Well, I'm glad that your story was paranormal because my story is also paranormal. Good, good. So. The big boy stretching. There's a. Got distracted by cats. <laughs> cat stretching. Cat scratch. So there's a. um. There's an old abandoned insane asylum. Oh, sorry. Psychiatric hospital. I want to check that out so bad. It's the one I'm thinking of, right? The one in in the city? Yeah. Yeah, I've never been, but I want to go beautiful. so bad. Well, it's full of asbestos. But nice. So, I would recommend if you some. go to wear like a... A respirator yeah. mask thingy. Yeah. But, so, I've gone there a few times. I started going there in high school when it was in way better shape. And it was... It, it was honestly really nice. Like, yeah, it was run down because it was. It's been abandoned since the fucking seventies, and I'm pretty sure it was the seventies. Yeah. And like, you go in, you gotta obviously sneak in. There's been so many different ways that you can get in because each way keeps getting closed up. Mm. And they they had a they had a weld all of the metal, like, for the grates to go underneath. But the creepiest part is that even if you did go underneath, you're going straight to the morgue. Mm. 
So, I mean, like, I've been in the morgue, and that's fucking creepy as hell. I'm sure. That actually is part of the story. But, so, the way we got in was somewhere through the back, and it was just an open window, and somebody somebody must have broken it and it wasn't us but shit I mean we broke like the tiniest pieces off so we didn't get cut but so we put a we put a sweatshirt over the glass and then we ended up just putting our arm up to try to knock any of the remaining glass off and so when we got in it was a normal abandoned place like shit knocked over debris everywhere Spray paint fucking all over the place. <laughs> Absolutely. <coughs> um, I, I think I have something carved there. <laughs> I don't know where, but I don't... I never brought spray paint. I should have. <laughs> but, so, we get in. I, I'm with, like, four people. So, we get in, and we go down this hallway. We go up the flight of stairs, because this hall I mean this uh, floor doesn't seem very interesting at all and then as soon as we get up like one or two flights of stairs shit gets cold like that Mm. and I went nobody else really felt it so I was like okay maybe I'm just like feeling things maybe I'm just a little nervous yeah and so we're walking down whatever floor we get to and I I just drew a blank for a second. <laughs> um, so we get to the floor that got really cold. We keep walking down this hallway, and probably like three four minutes after we get on this, all we hear is a door slam. And oh shit! I, I was like ah. Oh, okay. There's a chance that there's homeless people in here because they they find ways to get in there. And, And like, a roof is a roof. Right. (laughs) So, I just kind of chalked it up to being a homeless person. And so we just keep walking. It was a homeless person, I'm assuming. (laughs) It was Dakota. Yes. (laughs) So, we just keep walking and exploring different rooms. There's a bunch of just newspapers and fucking beds and other shit. And I wish there was, like, not memorabilia, but, like, at least something that, like, tells you who was in the room. But, um... Like a cast list of everyone that's been <laughs> committed. Well, we found documents before, but those didn't really tell us anything about who was in the room. It did tell us a little bit about the finances, <laughs> but <laughs> that was but like, also who gives a fuck, <laughs> right? That was also 1970s finances. So <laughs> I'm all set on that one. The yearly rent was twelve dollars and a chicken sandwich. <laughs> So, after we stop exploring this floor, 
go up another floor and we, we just go all the way up until we get to the roof and I love the roof over there but I think we get up to I think it was like 8 to 10 floors above because that place is fucking ridiculously huge yeah that's why I want to check it out so bad. I've never been in an abandoned building that big before. Like, I've been in tons of abandoned buildings, but, like, two floors max. Yeah. But, so, we get, like, eight to ten floors up. And, all of a sudden, it's just fucking... We don't know where the fuck it's coming from, though, because each time we think that we see where it's coming from, I mean, we know where it's coming from, like, we go to that room that we think it is... It seems like it's from a different place. And I was like, uh, okay, that can't be a homeless person if we can't hear him, like, walking or running. Because we're dead silent, obviously, because we're fucking terrified. Uh, so, if we can't hear any, like, scuffing or, like, scurrying. Around yeah. or, like, anything. <laughs> like, I, I, we would definitely hear the move. And we were like, okay... So, we're just gonna keep going up to the roof, and we're just not gonna stop at any more of these floors. And then, well, we were gonna go back down after, to try to go back to the morgue. Well, not back, trying to go to the morgue. (laughs) But, so, we got to the roof, and roof is beautiful. You can see all all of the city from there, and... It really is. I, I tried to take a picture on one of my old phones, but it didn't do justice. <laughs> I wish I had, like, my actual camera. Yeah. But that would have been ah, you beautiful. <laughs> my cat just headbutted my phone and it hit me in the shin. <laughs> shin phone. So, we're, we're chilling up there, doing devious hood rat things. Yes, sir. Messing some shit up, just because. Um... And then my one of my friends tries to tip this fucking big-ass generator-looking thing. He fully pushes it over, and the shit looks like it's about to fall, and it's connected into the building by, like, four giant fucking wires. So it's hanging, ha- like, off the building, the whole metal contraption right there. Oh, God. He pushed it off the fucking building? Yeah, it was, it's off the building, but it's still connected to the building. So it's just... I mean, maybe they ended up moving it back. I don't know how, but... That seems incredibly dangerous to just leave it there. I doubt they just left it there, you know? Like, yeah, that's fair. But we we did all that stuff, and then... We went down to the morgue because why wouldn't you? Right. Just to just to see if it was spooky. But as we get down to the morgue, there's like there's like this initial holding area. I'm assuming that it's for like the newer death. Yeah. Deaths. <laughs> deaths. This is why we're called dumb double D's. I can't speak. The deaths. This is. <laughs> But there was multiple open, and they look very weird inside. I mean, it's just like a metal rectangle, but just like the little little rollers on the bottom for them to 
move uh, the, it like, is really weird. The like freezer slab things yeah. that you see bodies in and fucking like SVU and fucking <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a bigger area that I see that's like a lot more of those little little entrances. And as we're all kind of like huddled together, making sure that nobody's <laughs> nobody's gonna fucking leave the group like a dumbass, which I'm surprised none of us actually <laughs> did because all of us have the attention span of a goldfish. Yeah. Um. But as we're all huddled together, we hear metal clink, and I was like, "Uh, what the fuck?" And everybody else actually notices this time. Because I'm really the only one who has been noticing all this different shit. What the fuck? Like, I, well, when they when they heard the door slam, everybody kind of, like, slowed down and, uh, like, Ayo. got together a little bit. And they were like, eh, this is weird. And when they heard the knocking, there was, like, everybody was like, no, that's just, that's just the building, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Um, Whatever you say, my boy. <laughs> right. But everybody hears the metal clanking this time, and everybody's like, oh, okay, this one's actually really weird because, like, we're in, like, the absolute basement of this place. Like, why would somebody be down here? Like, this is a morgue. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, so, we hear the clink, and then we hear it from, like, different areas, but it's, like, spread out. Yeah. So, it does kind of sound like somebody's doing it. So... We, like, all move, like, <laughs> it looks like we're in, like, fucking choreographed, um, diamonds. Because <laughs> we had one person in front, two people on the sides, and one person in the back. And we were all just walking towards, but we didn't hear anything after that. Like, after mm. we walked towards it. And then, as we turned around to go back to where we were, because we were examining some shit, we kept hearing it. And I went, okay, we actually got to check this out this time. And as I I only went with another person, like, the we split the group up stupidly. But, I mean, nothing bad happened with that. Scooby-doo-ass motherfucker. <laughs> but we go over to the fucking, um, the area where we heard the clinking. And this fucking, like, there's, like, little doors that open for the um for the little resting spots if you want to call yeah. it that <laughs> that's shit spots fucking for the dead bodies. yeah exactly <laughs> literally cuz it is cold as fuck <laughs> but we walk over and this door fucking slams fast as fuck yo and i went we got to fucking go and I, <laughs> I i booked it i was i was like yep i'm leaving i know exactly how to get back to where we were i had an emergency plan in my head because I was like, alright, I need to know exactly where the fuck we are, and I need to know where the exit is. <laughs> I do not fuck... Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So, we got outside, and luckily that night was over after that. But there was another time that I was there, and we didn't even make it inside that night. Like, everybody felt the energy. <laughs> like, we were in the back like almost around where I entered the last uh, the last time and we heard like some sort of whispering 
Absolutely. And I was, like, my friend was like, do you hear that? And I was like, yeah. Like, is that somebody fucking with us? Or is that, like, actually, like, in the building? And he's like, I I have absolutely no idea. Like, I want to know. So we get closer to the building. And it just gets louder and louder and louder. And we have absolutely no idea where it's coming from. So, as we get closer to the building, there's just this feeling that it feels like somebody's literally, like, squeezing the sides of my body, but the full side of my body. And it feels like they're pushing it in as as hard as they can. And I was like, I don't feel good about this. And the friend I was walking with was like, no, me either. Like, like, I feel like somebody's pressing on me. And I was like, I'm glad that you said that because <laughs> me fucking too. <laughs> but we end up going back to the group. And fucking security or, like, I think it was the security of the, um, the nursing home next to it. Yeah. They're very anal about people being over there. I mean, so are the cops. Yeah. But... <laughs> I, I've I've heard tell that recently they've actually kept cops like right near the area to yeah. always patrol it and shit and like pretty much every way to get in is blocked off now and yeah. and all this yeah it's it's you, you got to be able to have like a fucking um, back claw <laughs> and fucking just zipline yourself up but um we went back to the group and security came over and was like oh you guys can't be here if you guys don't leave we're gonna call the fucking cops no fucking worries we were already on way out <laughs> right and I was like um I was like yeah no you're right we shouldn't be over here and then he started escorting us one way and <laughs> my friend and I looked at each other and then it was honestly like a movie like we were walking in a line a horizontal line of four. <laughs> the two of us in the middle looked at each other, nodded our heads, and then we looked at the outer people, and then we nodded our heads at them, and we fucking booked it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All of us at the same time, it was perfect. It, it, it should have been choreographed, honestly. Love Because it was like, like perfect plant and then run. And then the security guard was like, hey, I'm going to call the cops. And call him, motherfucker. We yeah, ain't gonna be here. My biggest friend out of all of them was like, "Call him. I'll fucking sit on him." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, okay. We gotta fucking go. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to actually get arrested right now. Gotta do the day." So we get to the front of the area. We see a cop. It's not like somebody that they call. For you, yeah, yeah. But he stops us too. He's pulling into the actual driveway of the place, uh, and we were like, fuck, because he had his lights on and everything, just making sure nobody was in there, and obviously he fucking caught us, but we told him, we were like, yeah, no, we were just cutting through, like, blah, 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 and we were like, we were just walking, and he was like, why do you guys look suspicious, <laughs> and I, I didn't talk, because I don't... I'm really bad at situations like that. But my friend got us out of the situation with some smooth talking. <laughs> See, I always fuck with cops, so, like, I... Yeah. 
That's also why I didn't speak, because I feel like I would have said some asshole shit, and he would have been like, alright, you're coming with me. Yep. <laughs> All four is. Let's go. And so we walk back, and our car is parked across, like, I think it's across the street, somewhere on one of the side roads. And we get over there, and as we get to the car, we look back and see the fucking security guard talking to the cop. <laughs> So we get back to the car and just we make sure that we're not going too fast, but we're definitely speeding a little bit. Yeah. And we're like, yep, we're getting out of here. Not like no more shit happened today. No, yeah. sir. That, that, that place is just kind of a, a trap for um, getting in trouble. Yeah. I want to go check it out, though. Super bad. Yeah, I want to go back. <laughs> But alright, yeah, I think that's where we're going to wrap this episode up for now. Okay. Yeah. Alright, we were we were Dakota and Dylan. Correct, uh, Mundo. That was Dylan. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was Dakota. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry to break it to you. No, I'm still uh, Quandale Dingle. Okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can you can listen to the podcast on, like, on YouTube, what, Spotify, Apple Pod... Well, I, I Apple made a Podcast. link tree, so if you go on <laughs> any... And no, not any. <laughs> if you go on our Facebook, it'll be on there, and it shows YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music. It has a link to our Facebook page. It has a link to our Instagram page that I haven't posted anything on yet. Yeah, uh, the link to the Facebook page is kind of redundant if the link to the link tree is on the Facebook page. Yeah, but, but I posted it on um, Instagram and other okay, stuff, Okay, that too. makes more sense. Okay, you had said it was only on Facebook at first? Yeah, because so that's was the only like... one I thought of. It all works out <laughs> in the long, long run. All right, well, this has been our longest episode in almost exactly 50 minutes. Um, Jesus. Yeah, no, we're like 20 seconds away from exactly 50 minutes, so I'm kind of just trying to run it up. Halloween it special. Halloween special, boy. We gotta make it as long as possible. You gotta, And we've been gone for so long, we gotta give y'all a little bit of extra ear candy exactly. this Halloween season. Oh, yeah. Everybody's trick-or-treating. Make sure you, um... It's 50 minutes. 